Welcome to Leading the League Baseball. And now, your hosts, Brian Peacock and Nick Winkler. Joey Gallo coming up for his first Major League hit. And in six, the third baseman, number 13, Joey Gallo. Big debut this week, Nick. Not to be confused with Joey Gallo. Oh, Joey Gallo. It's Gallo with a G. That was probably the worst Joe Pesci of all time I just tried to do. I, I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was bad. What's happening, everybody? Thanks for joining us on Leading the League Baseball, episode 15, part of the Dynasty Sports Empire Network. You can get a ton of great shows over there, podcasts like ours, like the new UDFA football podcast. It's a great show. I just listened to that earlier today. A new member of the Dynasty Sports Empire Podcast Network. Uh, Fantasy Leagues, Baseball, Football, Basketball, Dynasty Startups, or Rebuild a Team for Sale. DynastySportsEmpire.com has you covered. What's happening, man? Uh, not a whole lot, man. Just like you said there, you know, Joey Gallo, obviously Joey the Gallo. biggest news going on. Yeah, that's big time. Big time prospect. Yeah, and, you're uh, stoked if you've got him on your team. If for some reason he is available in your league, get him. Right, and after Chris Bryant came up, he was the best power hitter left in the minor leagues. Called up on Tuesday, promptly goes deep, single, double, walk, and a long home run. Actually, almost two home runs. The double was off the top of the wall. I did see somebody tweet out, you know, oh, he's just a triple away from the cycle, and, and somebody tweeted out, well, that's like being the one girl away from a menage a trois. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's that's a good comment. That's pretty strong. That's yeah. not the, that is the toughest one to get. <laughs> that second lady, yeah, rough. Um, but there are probably a lot of injuries to check on, like uh, Adrian Beltre. Yeah, I mean, why Joey Gallo got the call in the first place? Yes. Is that a long term thing? Was he ever going to get that job back? <laughs> I mean, that's tough. It's a good question. You know, coming into the season, I was worried about Beltre. His numbers took a huge decline last year, off to a rough start again this year. Two fifty seven, six home runs. 18 RBI. It's a sprained left thumb. They're saying two to three weeks. But again, you know, when, when he comes back, is he just going to be a DH? Is he going to play some minimal third base? Are they going to try to move Gallo to the DH spot? I mean, yeah, it's a very small sample size with this kid. But, you know, with the, Adrian Beltre is not young, and he's not going to get any younger, and he's obviously not getting any better. So for me, I'm worried if I'm an Adrian Beltre owner. Yeah, Beltre's definitely on the downside of his career. Actually, he's I'm somebody... not. Yeah, I'm not an Adrian Beltre owner because I called that he. You should not draft this guy. You know, I always try to call you out when you say something that doesn't turn out, but which I is often and got the clip because this was your oh, take on Beltre yeah. before the season. Here it is. I mentioned Adrian Beltre. I, I think that his numbers are going in the wrong direction for what you're, you're going to have to pay for him. Right? He's a top twenty guy, maybe maybe top thirty. Still, to me, that's a little too high. It is. Too high. Too high. Who gives a bleep? It's gone. <laughs> right? The, for the trajectory at first, it was really high. It was really <laughs> That's good. Good uh, Good major league yeah, reference thank there. Thank you very much. I don't know why I bleeped myself. That's all right. Podcast, no, let's keep it clean. We want. Let's keep it clean. All right. I got for a daughter. I, I don't curse anymore. I find tough. myself saying. I don't saying, know if I can do that. I, I, it's tough. It's tough, too, when you're around people that you really like, and then they start cursing, and you're like, hey, can you, you know, yeah. maybe not do that? My kid's yeah, right don't there. don't bring your kid around me. Although, I, you know, I guess, you know, I've got the headphones on now. I'm in broadcasting mode, so I realized that I should bleep myself. And you did. And I feel like if there was a child around, hopefully I'd have that same Just, just think, about. like, imagine you have headphones on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what works for everyone? I come to your house, I'll just wear them. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. 
I'll just I'll, when people come into my house now, I'll just put them on. <laughs> there you go. Even so, though they're not in in uh, broadcasting, so they won't feel that same pressure. But eh, maybe they will. Back to Joey Gallo. <laughs> right. He, I think it's pretty much on him. They're saying he's probably going to go back down. The Rangers are when mm-hmm. Beltre comes back, but. If he's crushing, you they can't, can't send him down. No, I mean, he's no. ready. He's done what he needs to do in the minor leagues to be a major league baseball right. player. And I think with any player, that last bit of development has to happen in the major leagues. Yeah. You can't get used to 100%. major leagues without playing in the major leagues. No, you can't gain experience when you're in AAA. Right. And he's already come up. He's shown, obviously, you know, if he goes one for his next 15 or one for his next 20, then you start second-guessing. You start saying, okay, yeah, maybe he could use a little more seasoning down in AAA. But, yeah, I mean, even if he hits around 300, maybe only hits a couple more bombs in the next two to three weeks, like, you got to keep this yeah. kid up. I mean, he showed off the power, which he obviously has. He might He strikes out a lot, but... He also takes some walks. So he sees a lot of pitches, you know, similar to what, you know, uh, Chris Bryant does. Chris Bryant right. went over four and his, he didn't look good in his de- debut. You no. Know, you don't just send a guy down in two weeks. I mean, I, I think two weeks is not a big enough sample if, the, if you really believe in the kid. Um, What's going to happen is they're going to find a spot for someone else to go on the DL when Beltre yeah. comes back. And they're More going to go on the DL him. than Gallo yeah. can go over to first base. Exactly. He's athletic enough. He can play some outfield. He's got a, right. a cannon of an arm. So there's places to put him even when Adrian Beltre comes back. So basically it's on Gallo. I think if he hits, he has to stay. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, should we go into the uh, rest of the DL? Yeah, I mean, a lot of new guys. Uh, some some big guys that uh, that you might have on your team specifically. Jorge Sawyer. Oh, so you're just targeting my guys now? I always do, and yeah. you know that. Left ankle sprain here. Heard it trying to beat out a single back on Monday. They were hoping, you know, it would get better, the, the swelling would go down. It didn't, so they're, you know, they're saying it's going to be a minimal thing, though. That's Only, good. Yeah, minimum time for that guy, so uh, so don't don't go dropping him or do anything silly sprain like that. Sprain ankle, maybe Javi Baez gets a little bit of a look, yeah. although he's not an outfielder, but you, know, you get an open roster spot. Sure, yeah, um, maybe he gets a call-up. Mm-hmm. Did, I didn't read anywhere who actually got, got the promotion there. I don't know if there. they've done... I don't know if they've announced anything yeah, about that. So it might not be till tomorrow or late yeah, tonight. By the time um, people listen to this, obviously there will be a move yeah, made. And Soler's been just a bit of a disappointment. I yeah. Mean, you expected a big breakout year. That's why you expected it. I, I, I mean, I, a lot of people did, not yeah. just me. But, you know, the batting average dipped. He came up hitting 292 out of the gate last year. He's 265, 322 on base, 402 slugging. He's only got four home runs uh, in 208 plate appearances, which he had. Five home runs last year in half the plate appearances. Right. So he's maybe, definitely dipped from last year. Maybe this will be good for him. Give him a little bit of a break. Sit back. Think about what's going on. You know, maybe study a little mental side of the game. You Relax. know, pitches. Yeah. yeah. Take some mental reps. He's sure. definitely, I mean, he's got the the tools are there. You can see it. He can hit. And yeah, so, no doubt. Um, I'm sure he'll be all right, but this might be a good chance for someone to buy low on Jorge Soler. Yeah, big problems for Matt Adams or Matt Adams' owners. It's, it's looking like he's going to miss the rest of the season. I mean, it's they're saying three to four months here. He tore his right quad muscle. Yeah. does require surgery. Uh, I mean, he might come back in September. Like but the guy ran anyways. Exactly. Right? Come on. You can you just just hit home runs, dude, <laughs> yeah. and then you just can just jog around the bags. Uh, Mark Reynolds taking over first base. That's a guy, if you're looking for some power, I mean, obviously that's been his M.O. from day one. He can't hit a lick. But, you know, every once in a while he'll he'll make contact with that power. And, you know, maybe he'll hit you 10 or 15 home runs. Uh, you just take a big hit, obviously, in the average department. Uh, Steven Strasburg, another guy that um, obviously drafted really high. Um, he's been off to a really poor start, though. Uh, so a lot of people probably probably excited to see him sit down and get a little bit of a rest. Neck strain, won't throw again until he's fully healed. Should only be a few more days before that happens. Team, not worried about it. 
They're saying uh, it's just, you know. Yeah, neck strain, that doesn't sound nah. – I mean, I get that twice a week. I have one right now, actually. <laughs> I can't really turn to the right all that much. I went golfing on Monday. That's why mm. I don't I don't exactly stay that active anymore. Yeah, you probably swung the club twice as many times as a normal person would, right? Oh, on most definitely. No, I shot a 90. It was all right. Oh, it wasn't good. bad. Yeah, oh, I was actually – destroy me. I, uh, dude, if I break triple digits, I'm celebrating. I, I would have been too because I've played twice in the last two years since oh, my wait, daughter was Oh, was there born. a nine hole? <laughs> it was actually over at Golfland. Okay. <laughs> I was putting. Uh, no, my buddy I went with, actually, uh, it turned into a really expensive round for him because he was trying to break 90 uh, for the first time in his career, and he we were on 16, and it was just OB. You know, and then wow. it was just, yeah, then it was in the rough, and then it was barely out of the rough, and then he was on the fairway. It was a par five, so he had a little bit of time still, and then he just chunked his three wood and just threw it, and boom, bink, shattered. Whoa. So it turned into like I add. You were going to say you just made money on bets. No, no. Just, oh. Expensive for him. Add 200 bucks or so onto his round as he's going to need to buy a new three wood. That's not good. Ah, it no, was broken no. anyways. It wasn't working well. Yeah, exactly. It was the club's fault. <laughs> uh, Chris Davis underwent some surgery to repair a torn meniscus in his knee. That's a four to six week injury there. Obviously, all things, you know. Being equal, Marlon Bird. This is a new one. Fracture in his wrist. He was hit by a pitch yesterday. No word right now how long he'll be out. A little too soon for that. But it's not the first time he's had a fracture in that same area. So that is, uh, who knows how long that's going to take to heal. That could be a, a month long thing. Could be longer. Uh, we'll know more about that next week. Now we're moving into the be back soon category that I've created here. Can you tell me about uh, about Matt Kane, please. Well, I mean, do you think he's in the be back soon? Uh, that's category? what I'm hoping. I, I mean, want to hear that name right now. <laughs> You're jumping the gun here. I'm not going mean, to lie to you. He's, he's only been on the 15 day DL for like, yeah, what, six months? They never moved him to that 60 day, yeah. which you thought for sure they were going to do. Uh, if he's in this category, we'll get to him. If he's okay. not, which he so isn't. He's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anthony Rendon's going to be back soon. He's been rehabbing at double A. Oblique and knee injuries look pretty much fully healed. They're pretty excited about it. They're saying he should be back by the end of the week. So that's great for. Rendon owners, Yasiel Puig, also some good news here for for Dodger fans, set to take live batting practice today. Yesterday he ran at full speed, reported no problems, could be just a few days away from a minor league rehab assignment. They're saying he may be back next week. Matt Wieters, he's playing some rehab games as well. They expect him back as early as Thursday. Uh, He'll probably do a lot of DH work, they're saying, when he first comes back. Might not uh, get behind the plate all that much, kind of what they did with Jan Gomes. Kind of an every other day catching sort of thing. Maybe even less for Weeders since it was, you know, the the um, Tommy John there for him. Uh, Justin Verlander, some great news here. He lasted only two and two-thirds innings of work in his first rehab start, so that's not the best news. He kind of got rocked. But at the same time, he's set to make another start at AAA on Saturday. And if all goes well, they're saying that the start after that could be in the bigs. So it's getting real close there for Verlander. Uh, they're saying he's throwing in the low 90s. So, you know, not what he had once, obviously. But, you know, when you get to a certain age, as, as Tim Litzkam has shown, you know, you can still get it done without throwing that 95-mile-an-hour fastball. Yeah, I mean, still low 90s, though. That's a good still sign. Good. I mean, Linscombe's pumping up 87 miles per hour yeah. right now. So. <laughs> Every once in a while, you see him hit that 90. and Yeah, well, but it's usually high. <laughs> he's yeah. overthrown a little That's bit. When he's out of whack. Yeah. Oh, but his his uh, that changeup is back this year. It's fun to watch. Brandon Morrow. He made a rehab start at Double A. He's set for one more rehab start after that. He's going to rejoin the club. They're saying middle of next week. Matt Latos. Some left knee inflammation rehab assignment later this week. But if you're holding on to Matt Latos, what? My question is why? Uh, Will Myers left wrist tendonitis. Taking batting practice today. No setback so far, so that's good. They're looking at a rehab assignment for him maybe uh, beginning of next week. So that that's going to be their 
real quickly. Uh, Travis uh, Darno, he had a little setback last week uh, after our show. We were talking; he was he was getting real close to coming back. Got a bone bruise in his wrist, which is actually something new. This wasn't the same injury for him, um, but it kind of it kind of put him on the shelf for a few days. It was a wrist though before, right? Yeah, exactly. But it wasn't a bone bruise. Okay, it was just something different. It was like same a wrist? sprain or something. Yeah, same okay. wrist. But they're saying it's not related. But, you know, how could it not be related? Come yeah. on. It's like when you hurt something and then you hurt something else because you were changing your motion or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're saying uh, they look for him to resume baseball activities later this week. They expect him back in the next week or two. So still not, minor, nothing bad. Minor setback. Yeah, okay. minor, minor setback, which is why he's in the be back soon section. Right. Not I, like Matt Cain. Right. Matt Cain not in this section. Ike Davis, grade three quad strain. He has resumed baseball activity. So that's some good. They're looking at a rehab assignment for him next week, early June. The return there. Neftali Feliz threw a bullpen session on Sunday. No problems reported there. He should be back when he's eligible next week. But again, reminder, he is not the closer. He will not be getting that closer rollback. He will not. No, that's what they're saying. He's not the closer. He may get the occasional save because of, you know, maybe maybe he's just worked. But no, I mean, he could earn it back, but he's not going to jump right back into that role. Always be closing. A, Not B, always in the case C. of Natalie Feliz. Right. He will rarely <laughs> be closing. All right. Let's move to the not that close section. Mm-hmm. Jacoby Ellsbury, first guy on that list. Right knee sprain. He's still three to four weeks away. It's not healing as quickly as they wanted it to. He has yet to resume any sort of baseball activities. Matt Kane, he's in Arizona. He is participating in extended spring training games. So good news for Matt Kane. Yeah, good news. That's why I was expecting some be back soon because I knew it's, there was some positive vibes there. But it's not that close. Dang. So I mean, to me, close is two weeks. You know, it's yeah. it's yeah, it's within hey, that 15 time. Fifteen day DL, man. Yeah, but he, he's been on the fifteen day <laughs> DL all year. He may be on it for at least another month here. Okay, starting to progress nicely. May go out on a rehab assignment soon. But when he does that, it's going to be a, a you know a four. Outing rehab, probably you know four starts in Gotta rehab. Build up the arm strength, exactly. Innings under him, okay. Yeah, so they're they're actually saying now though this is some good news. Before they were saying after the All Star break, now they're saying before the All Star break. So late June, maybe early July here. I like it for Matt Kane. So yeah, things definitely looking good there. Iwakuma started throwing on flat ground again over the weekend. He's set to throw on a mound. Thursday, so that's good. He had a bit of a setback as well. They actually have a plan in place for him. He's going to make a rehab assignment in two weeks. Two to three rehab starts, be back in late June. You know, it's all best-case scenario, of course, but, you know, it's looking like that's uh, that's very promising there. But, again, that could hurt a few guys uh, in that Mariner rotation. Yeah, they just had a new guy debut that I'll be talking about, talking about a little bit later. Stay tuned for that. Ooh, a little teaser there. I yeah. like it. Yeah. This is really great news for people that drafted Jose Fernandez. He looked great in his extended spring training game. He was topping out at 97. Uh, set to begin a minor league rehab assignment on Saturday. So he's going to start in high A. He's also one of those guys going to take four or five rehab starts before he's ready. But, I mean, they're, they're, they have a, a set date of July 1st for him. That's crazy. So he's pitching in games this week. He is. He will be. He, I mean, he already has been. Extended spring training games. So that's that's some great news for owners of, of Fernandez there. Matt Moore, he's headed out on a rehab assignment. See, team says he's going to be in that same, you know, four, five, six start category there. Going to bring him along real slowly. End of the month there for Matt Moore. Jason Worth, not as good a news. CT scan revealed two small fractures in that left wrist. They're saying he's going to be out until around August. So not too soon there for sure with Worth. Devin Travis had to be shut down from his rehab assignment last week with some uh, pain 
in that shoulder. No activity all week. They're just going to totally shut him down. He's going to receive some treatment, hopefully get back to that rehab assignment in the near future. They have not set a new date for that. So that could be a while. A.J. Griffin made his first rehab start at high A Stockton. He gave up just one hit over three innings. He's going to need a full month of rehab starts as well. He's in that same category. They're saying early June, maybe late July. For Griffin, Corey Dickerson, the plantar fasciitis in his left foot, uh, they had completely shut him down while well, he ran the bases yesterday, uh, reported no problems there, hasn't really resumed any other baseball activities, so they're saying he's at least a few weeks out. So this last category is my new favorite. It's called Who the F Knows? I like it. We're going to go with David Wright Strong. first. This is a big one, though. This this could be bad. Diagnosed with spinal stenosis. We all heard about that last week. Specialists told him he's too young for back surgery. So that's some good news because that would have been out for the season. You know, who knows what happens when you go under the knife? Yeah. Only thing that's going to help him right now is rest. So that that's the plan for them. The bad part is when asked about it, he said, well, we're not currently – they asked him, you know, hey, well, what's your time frame looking like? And he said, well, we're not currently talking about playing baseball. We're talking about walking and standing and being pain-free. So that's rough. You know, when you're just you're not even focused on what you do for a living, you're focused on just living pain free. That's that's not a good sign for David Wright. That's a terrible sign. Yeah, yeah. So that's why he's in the who the f knows category. So he's not going to be back this year. Probably if you're not in the writing on the wall. Yeah, I mean, if he does, it may it may be September. And, and if you're a Mets fan, you're probably crossing your fingers he plays ever again. Yeah, yeah. So you're looking at next year, just get well, right. Right, because I mean, there was a time this guy is the future. Right, not only for the Mets, but at third base in baseball. Tell me how you feel about this. I was talking to a good friend of mine who's a Mets fan, and mm-hmm. I said, you know what? David Wright is probably like your Will Clark. Ooh. Wow, that's good. Because when I was a kid, Will Clark was just the it. guy. And he was I was it. thinking, this guy's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. He's Will Clark. He's the best player of all time. He's wow. my favorite player. And every Giants fan that's my age or relatively followed baseball in the late 80s and then early 90s, they love Will Clark. Will of Clark course. is a guy. He'll always um, have a place in my heart. Yeah. yeah, no rings, no Hall of Fame. Yeah. Wow. Just, you know, he's just... Just kind of tails off in the yeah. heart of certain players, you know. Yeah. Had some injuries and, and his career just didn't flourish in the '90s like a lot of other guys did. And then yeah. the steroids came and his numbers just do not stack up. Right, right. You can tell he obviously didn't jump on that train. Right. Uh, that's that's a really great comparison. Yeah, I like that. If anybody out there has a, a similar comparison, tweet us. Yeah, let At us know. Leading league, tweet us up. Yeah, I'd love to hear some more about. I like this. I'm, I'm going to think up something now. Maybe I'll have something by the end of the show. Okay. Uh, Victor Martinez. Too, right? Okay, <laughs> I won't. I mean, right now I'm obviously in the who the F knows category, so I don't know a whole lot. <laughs> Victor Martinez got that left knee inflammation. He is working on it. I mean, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to rebuild some strength there, let that inflammation go down, but they're taking a super cautious approach. They're saying at least until after the All-Star break there, but again, no timetable set for him. Sean Doolittle was activated, re-injured, inflammation in that previously injured shoulder MRI revealed no structural damage, so good news there, but I mean, he came back, he was throwing high 80s. I mean, he looked like Lincecum out there when this guy usually is bringing high 90s. So there was obviously a sure sign there that something was going wrong. No timetable for Doolittle. So all those Clippered Owners are, are pretty excited. You know, there's going to be no pressure there. Yeah, they for... didn't last long. So if you got rid of Clippard when you saw Doolittle coming back, Dumb. you screwed up. You didn't listen to us because yeah. we told you not to. Exactly. You blew it. They, big time. Doug Fister flexor strain in that right forearm. He threw a light bullpen session yesterday, but it was just fastballs. That's what the light bullpen session means. Felt no arm soreness. So that's some fantastic news for him. He's going to throw his secondary pitches bullpen session later this week. Still no timetable, but... Starting to take some some steps in the right direction. 
Devin Mesorosco has not had that season-ending hip surgery yet. They're going to try rest first and see if that helps. No real update other than that. Henderson Alvarez isn't expected to resume throwing until next week. Still waiting for that inflammation to go down in his shoulder. Team is saying don't expect him back anytime soon. So that, that concludes the DL segment. You know, it's gotten to the point where I don't pay attention to injuries because I look forward to your segment every I like week that. so much, and I know what's going on with everybody. Right. I just get it all in one place. I mean, you know, that that's a good strategy, except that it only comes once a week. You know, so if you're trying to make moves over the weekend, you should maybe pay a little bit of attention. That's true. Maybe that's why I'm behind you in our it, it could be. the league podcast I mean, Myers Monsters just well, tore me up last week. three teams ahead of both of us. Yeah. We're in fourth place currently. I'm in fifth place currently. We're one game apart. Yeah, um, my guys just did not bring it last week against I'm the number one guy. I'm about to drop a 9-1 on somebody. I am actually looking pretty good, too, right now. What am I at, 8-0 yeah, so you far are. this week? Yeah, you are. We both have some pretty yeah, good matchups. We've had two matchups. full days of baseball so far. <laughs> or three now. <laughs> three, yeah. yeah, or two and three quarters. Yeah, exactly. But we're going to catch him. Myers Marauders, man. We asked him to come on the show. He did not want to mm. come on the show and gloat about how good his team is doing. In and he's beat league. us both. He's 16 games ahead on second place. Whew. He's dominating. Uh, let's pull up his team real quick. Let's talk about his team. I mean, let's dude, see why he's doing I'm so gonna well. I'm going to catch you. Oh, I know you're listening you to the show right now. You hear that? You're not going to come on, Rick. Uh, oh, it says I'm your name in you. blue on the page. Yeah. <laughs> Who's he got? Why is he doing so well? All right. Bryce Harper, first of all. Overrated. <laughs> Bryce Harper, 18 <laughs> home runs. Yeah. He's slugging. He's leading the league in slugging and walks. Yeah. Slugging like 719 or something crazy. 18 home runs. I bet, league in runs as well. You know what he reminds me of right now is two years ago in fantasy football, there was some huge stat that if you had Peyton Manning on your team, you had like a seven, like seventy eight percent of teams that had right. Peyton Manning won their championships. And the next year it was the the Adrian Peterson thing. Exactly. Came back from injury. Yeah. And, just well, and, la- and last year it was Le'Veon Bell or something, mm-hmm. you know, or Demarco Murray or Odell Beckham Jr. Demar- Demarco Murray was a big one last year. So yeah. Just find that one guy. Find that guy. So this and year you know so his far, name. You yeah. already know his name, so he's not going to surprise you at the end of the year. He's like, I know that guy's name. Yeah. His name. Peyton Manning, he's the best. Yeah. <laughs> he's been the best quarterback for a decade, and I didn't draft him. Right, I passed on him. Yeah. Just like so many people that passed on Bryce Harper, yeah. just including like myself. So many people that said this. But this guy is the most overrated. <laughs> so I'm going to do him first. It's Bryce Harper. It's Bryce right, Harper. Right, right. I love the way he does. Like the most confident thing it, it that's ever been said. And you know, before hey, the season, it made sense. The numbers win, proved it. You win but some, you lose some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he still has not faced a pitcher that's younger than him. That's wild. Oh, in man. his career, talk about the, the future leagues. of baseball. We were mentioning Bryce, you know, David Wright earlier. You know, that's it's Bryce Harper right oh, now. Bryce Harper, no doubt. It's Chris Trout, Bryant. It's Harper. It's Chris Bryant. Yeah, those are the guys. Yeah, it, it's Joey Gallo. That's <laughs> exactly who it is. Okay, so we've got Bryce Harper. That's yeah. care. That's do we really need to team. mention anyone else? I, I don't think there's anyone else to mention. That's the problem. Yeah, uh, he's got some other things happening. By the way, right now as. With the the Yahoo ranks, as Yahoo is ranking this. Standard rankings. Yeah, yeah standard. Uh, uh, Bryce yeah, Harper scoring. ranks number two. Do you know who number one is? I, I just happen to know. Is it Nelson Cruz? No. Who is it? Nelson Cruz, I believe, is three. Uh-huh. It's it's surprising because you know this guy as well, and he's I'm very fond of him. Uh-huh. And I he should hear. be on the billboards on the sides of buses around the world. Is but it Chris nobody Bryant? knows who his name is. Nope. Who is it? It is. Now I want to know. Paul Goldschmidt. Oh, Yeah. No, because yeah. he's he's swiping bags. He's stealing bags. Yeah, he he's is. He's got as many steals as, as Mike Trout does, right? Which now. was the main reason I, I was going against him before the season started, is I was like, he doesn't steal enough bags, but he is. Does he have like 12 or something he's already? He's got eight. 15 oh, okay. homers, eight oh. steals, 44 RBI. 
Man. Uh, he's hitting 355. 44 yeah. RBI. <laughs> he's That's, getting on base oh, at a, like a 450 clip right now. Yeah, so that he's is going impressive. crazy. Yeah. Actually, Donaldson has overtaken Cruz. Donaldson is the third, and Nelson Cruz is the fourth highest. Why, why did they trade away John, Josh Donaldson? I just I don't, don't understand that. I don't understand move. that from any angle. And yeah. it wasn't a thing where they shopped him either. Yeah. Because they could have gotten a heck of a lot more I don't get on it, the surface. Man. I don't know. Unless yeah. they really love what they got in return. Brett Lowry? I mean, was there more to no, that trade? Yeah, there was yeah, some, some young guys involved, but it wasn't oh, anything man. crazy. Yeah, all right. So that right. was it doesn't make a lot of sense. No, not it didn't at the time. It still doesn't. Yeah, tweet us if you know if you have any clue what the <laughs> Oakland A's are doing. You can right break now. down that trade for us. I think they're trying so hard to be the San Jose A's. Billy that, Bean, we know you're listening. Tell us what your thinking was when you made that trade. Yeah, I know he's a faithful listener of the show. It's obvious. We almost named it Billy Ball because we knew he'd be listening. Yeah, but we went. With we didn't want the lawsuit like, or yeah, anything. Exactly came along with it. All right, so Myers Marauders has Bryce Harper, and that's all we need. Yeah, to that's, that's pretty good. All right, yeah. well done. Good job, Rick. Coming for you. <laughs> Coming for you, Rick. So if you're looking to fill your roster right now, and you're having a few spots on it that you're struggling with, right? If Bryce Harper's not on your waiver if he, wire, if he even if he is, that's only <laughs> one of the uh, you know. Outfield positions, and you got a few to fill. I'm coming up now with my hot over the last two weeks. Um, what are we calling this thing? A segment? I don't know. This is an official segment. It is now. I mean, Absolutely. this is two weeks in a row. Yeah. This is when you know it's it's we legit. We don't have a sounder for it, but I feel like we could come up with something, right? I think so, too. Maybe like, we could just El keep... Partido de Baseball con Farmer Juan. Perfect. How's that? that? I love it. Or we could just play my Bryce Harper a uh, brilliant call over and over again. <laughs> That's always good. Okay, so if you're looking for a catcher, this guy's a backup, but he's putting up great numbers. It's Michael McHenry. He's hitting 350, three home runs, seven RBI, six runs, and just 20 at bats over the last two weeks. You start, you know, you put up numbers like that, you're going to get more starts behind the dish, and uh, he's definitely. Looking like he's deserving them. He's only owned in one percent of leagues, so that's that'd be more of like a I need a catcher really bad because my guy got hurt, and I at least want to get one or two starts this week out of somebody. Look Which for some is power. Something that's happening. It happens quite Absolutely. often. Yeah. First base. I actually picked this guy up. It's uh, Chris Colabello. Uh, he's he's just off to a great start, especially over the last two weeks. Three forty six, three home runs, nine runs driven in. He scored seven runs. Even swiped a bag. Uh, I saw today he had another hit, another run, another RBI. He's owned in 28% of leagues. He gives you that first base outfield thing as well. So he's a great guy to have on your bench. You can plug him in. Like I said, great start, too. Not just the first two weeks here for Colabella. Joe Panic would be a great second baseman to pick up. He's only owned in 26% of leagues over the last two weeks. 339, two home runs, 11 runs driven. He's scored 11 runs. He's even stolen a bag. And he's hitting second. In that lineup, which means those runs are not going to go away. There's a lot, you know, when Buster Posey, Hunter Pence, Angel Pagan hitting behind you, Brandon Crawford, who's off to an amazing start there at shortstop. You got those guys hitting behind you. You get on base, you're going to score. Uh, Nick Ahmed, shortstop, 304, three home runs, six RBI, 10 runs. He's got a stolen base. He's only owned in 3% of leagues. If you're looking for some shortstop help, which a lot of people are, that's a good place to go get some. Third base, Will Middlebrooks. I think he was my third baseman maybe last week as well. 321, three home runs, eight RBI, seven runs scored. He's only owned in 6% of leagues. Again, another guy that's just going to – I see him continuing that. I don't see I don't see that as a fluke. He's healthy. He's looking good. Outfield, I mentioned Colabello. He, he's a guy who can get you some help there. Ben Polson, 344 home runs, nine runs driven in, nine runs scored, only owned in 4% of leagues. If you're looking for some steals, Cameron Maben. Has actually started to pick it up. He's hitting 261. He's got you a home run. He scored eight runs, driven in seven, three steals over the last two weeks. 
He's only owned in ten percent of leagues. So another guy there. I like the maybe. I, you like the maybe for call? so long. He was supposed to be the guy that you the just guy. read off you know? and, and, and consistently yeah, every week. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And you know, uh, San Diego finally gave up on him. They're like, "All right, dude. Sorry. Yeah, we got nothing for you here." Um, so some starting pitchers who uh, who you might want to take a look at who've had a couple of good starts. Uh, it's hard for me to pick up a rocky starter. But Chad Bettis has been fantastic. Yeah, wait till he's on the road. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't start him at home. Maybe you know against a, a, a power team. But yeah, I mean he's got two wins, fourteen Ks over sixteen innings, one point one ERA, zero point six one WHIP. Only owned in ten percent of leagues. Mike Fultynevich, as a Giants fan, saw him up close and personal over the weekend. He has looked really solid over his last two weeks. He's picked up a win, fifteen Ks over fourteen innings, one point eight eight ERA, zero point seven WHIP. Owned in 14% of leagues. Go get him. And again, we mentioned the Giants. Ryan Vogel's song. He is finding it. Over his last two weeks, he's actually made three starts. Two wins, 15 strikeouts over 18 innings, two ERA, whip of one. He's owned in 23% of leagues. He get, he pitches in a pitcher-friendly ballpark. He he's a bulldog, too. Undefeated in May. Yeah. I always feel good when he goes out on the mound. I know he's going to give it everything he's got. You just know it's going to happen. Right? Occasionally he doesn't have it. Yeah. Just because he do- doesn't have overpowering stuff. <laughs> because he's not an ace. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I, I never fear when but he's I love, on the hill. But I love, he's a perfect guy that you would stream on a weekend yep. if you need, you know, got a home at. start, you stream right Yeah, or you're looking for, sure. for, you know, a daily fantasy cheap cheap starter. Super cheap, yeah. yeah. There's not a lot of good stuff going on. Well, let's go right into daily then. Yeah, I love it. Since you mentioned it, there's, um, there's some good matchups this weekend. Friday, actually... I do not like a lot of matchups uh, in particular. Uh, Rorick at home versus the Cubs is definitely the best one. That's the go-to okay. matchup there. Uh, you could go Odorizzi at Seattle. I like Odorizzi just yeah. overall. Odorizzi's a, a good arm. Seattle's great. You know what's surprising is as good as Seattle's lineup scenes with Nelson Cruz and uh, Robinson Cano, they're, they're only, I think they're 28th in the league in, in runs. Yeah, slow start. So st- still a great place even against Seattle to uh, – against the Mariners to start pitchers in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, Saturday, again, King Felix at home versus Tampa Bay. I don't think there's any reason to get cute on Saturday. <laughs> pay Not, yeah, pay I mean, for King Felix and, do and be done with it. Uh, there's some other good starters going. You could go Bumgarner at Philly. I think Philly's one of the few teams that's scoring less than the Mariners. But just Philly in general scares me playing pitching in that park. Yeah, the, the ballpark factor. So that's why King Felix is over Bumgarner. You're going to pay a lot for either one. Might as well just go Felix on that. Yeah, Jay Sutley also has been uh, kind of hot. He almost made that, that last two weeks league, too. He's starting to find it. So be careful. Be careful with that Bumgarner one. Right. Uh, Price at the White Sox. Price has had some hiccups, but he's been dominant as well. So, uh, But, you know, there's no reason to go away from Felix, I don't think. Yeah. You're going yeah. to be paying for those other guys anyways. Yeah, if you're so, going to pay, pay for the king. Right. Sunday, normally I'd like Jeff Samarja at home, but light he was lights out two starts ago. Eight innings, uh, a, I think it was a shutout. Eight innings, I think you're shutout right. ball. But, man, he was touched up on Tuesday. Nine earned runs. Ooh. Taken deep by Joey Gallo. Yeah, yeah. In his debut. Almost twice. Uh, up and down year for the Sharks. So his ERA jumped actually almost 100 points in that last start. Ooh. From mid threes to mid fours. No fun. Um, I like Johnny Cueto at home on Sunday versus the Padres. But Do my, you? Yeah, I like that matchup. No, I, uh, I just like Cueto like always. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we, my favorite matchup that I would go to is Chris Archer versus the rookie Mike Montgomery. 
Chris Again. Archer is what two or three in ERA right now in oh, the American League. Yeah, just over two ERA. Ooh. He's almost got a hundred strikeouts on the season. Yeah, I think Keuchel's the only guy with a better ERA right now. Well, Sonny Gray might have passed him today because Sonny Gray was pretty lights out against but, the Tigers. Right. Yeah. Uh, but again, Chris Archer. Yeah. Safeco Field. Go back to Safeco. <sighs> do uh, it. Do a, it. Going against a rookie pitcher. Mariners are not scoring a lot of runs. Pitcher friendly ballpark. You probably so, have to spend there. Archer. You know, people you have got the memo bit. that at Archer's legit. Absolutely. But worth it. Yeah. Worth it. We're on board. And don't forget, all you daily. Fantasy players, FanDuel's offering 100% deposit match bonus up to $200 when you use the code LTL200, or you can just go to leadingtheleague.com and use our link over there. You got some prospects for I us? Do. I, I do. I want to hear it. Let's touch on Mike Montgomery first, because one right. of our listeners, Michael, asked us about Mike Montgomery, so I want to get that in a little bit more in detail, and I just told you to take the guy who's pitching against him on Sunday. But that doesn't mean he's got some. He doesn't have some value. Uh, he made his debut this week for Seattle. Former first round pick, traded from Kansas City along with Will Myers to Tampa Bay. Then is now on his third team. He's ended up with the Mariners in their organization. He's pitched pretty well. He's had an up and down minor league career, uh, but has pitched pretty well this year. Triple A Tacoma, and it's a hitters friendly league. You know the the PCL is traditionally oh yeah very hitter friendly. So an ERA in the mid threes is actually pretty good. Um, not a big strikeout guy. He's a lefty. So, classic crafty left-hander, but um, he's got a few more Ks this year. He's striking out about eight batters per nine innings. And uh, great pitcher's park, obviously, in Seattle and a good lineup behind him, or a decent lineup behind him, you would expect. So, could have some success yeah. while, while Paxton is out with an injury. But Can I jump in here, um, yes. since we're talking about crafty left-handers in the PCL? Do you know who was pitcher of the week last week in the PCL? Was it Barry Zito? It was. Wow. It was Barry Zito. Just want to throw that out there. Anytime I can get Barry Zito on this show, I will do it. Good job, Zietz. Hector Oliveira is mm-hmm. about to make his pro debut. Finally, he's here, the Cuban uh, third base slash second baseman that the Dodgers signed for, what was it, almost $70 million? So much money. Yeah, $60, $70 million. <laughs> I don't remember the exact numbers anymore. Uh, he's going to make his debut Thursday in A Tulsa. Dodgers love those so, Cubans. Yeah. He, yeah. Uh, you know, him and... Um, Yohan Mankata, mm. another guy. So yes, they're spending all these money on these guys, and they're in the minor leagues. Yes, how long? And they're how many them, years are you going to be spending these guys? And, and Hector Alvarez, either very close to or had just turned thirty years old. Oh, so he's old and he's getting a lot of money for playing minor league yeah, ball. Mankata's down in low A ball, so that's that's some distance between. A lot of we've seen a lot of guys come over and just hit the ground running. Sure. So it has definitely happened. You can see, you know, the track records there for spending big money and getting guys, you know. Right, right in the lineup and producing, but at the same time, it, it can't last forever. See, Hector Alvera missed a season though when he was defecting, right? So, um, and he's had some injuries, so I think it's almost two years that he hasn't really played a You're lot right. of baseball. So I that's kind of why he's probably they're taking it easy with him. But you saw Yasmani Tomas come right over, and he's in the big leagues right now. And Alvera played at a higher level than Tomas did in the Cuban league, so so it could be a quick ride for him. That, yeah, it won't take long if he's legit, and if not. Um, they just wasted a whole bunch of money. And hooray! <laughs> exactly. Miguel Sano. Two home runs on Tuesday, or two home runs, his second home run of the week on Tuesday, 10 for the year now. He's starting to heat up. He had a really slow start, but he was coming back off of Tommy John. He missed all of 2014. Uh, he's now hitting 303, 556 slugging percentage with five homers in May, and uh, hit another home run at the beginning of June there. 35 home runs in 2013 before he had to miss that year. Probably with Gallo coming up, Sano's probably the next biggest power hitter in the minor leagues for the Minnesota Twins. Third base, 
probably will end up settling in as a first baseman in the major leagues. Big dude, 6'4", 260 pounds or something. Ooh, he was a shortstop. Beast. Too. Actually, there was what? a documentary of him uh-huh. when he was 16. He was a teenager. The movie's called uh, Pelotero. So, oh, yeah. Is it worth ball checking play. out? Did you enjoy it? Awesome. It's awesome, yeah. I, I recommend anybody to go check that out. Uh-huh. Well, I, you know, I actually watched a pretty great doc or a documentary the other day. Uh, it's called No No. Did you ever see that one? It's about uh, Doc Ellis. Oh yes, I did see the Doc Ellis. That yeah. is awesome. Fantastic. It's really good. Yeah, it makes me want to do LSD and pitch in the bigs. It just does. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how anyone could not want to do that. It went to a place I didn't expect it to go. Same here. Yeah. yeah. Did not yeah. see that coming. If you got some time, check it out. So yeah, baseball fans, those are two documentaries you should absolutely be all over. Mm-hmm. Jose Peraza, we touched on him quite a bit in the NL East preview episode. He was a prospect to watch. Middle infielder, he was a shortstop, so you know, they thought, well, maybe we'll move him to second base because Andrelton Simmons is obviously the shortstop of the now and future for the Atlanta Braves. No but doubt. now this week they have moved him to center field ah. at AAA affiliate Gwinnett for the uh, Braves there, uh, presumably because he's blocked. You know, Jace Peterson yeah. now starting to play pretty well at second base, but now you've got Cameron Maben that you mentioned yep. earlier. He's turning pretty it on. Well. But uh, Peraza's hitting 293, 333 on base. 379 slugging, two homers on the season. He's not a power hitter. The reason we're talking yeah. about him is because of the speed. 60-plus steals in the mm. last two seasons in A-ball and double-A. Uh, this year he's got 14 swipes and caught only once. Yeah, I mean, you know, just moving him to the outfield, it just gives you more options. Yeah, absolutely, more yeah, options. And then great. maybe one of those guys that is eligible at multiple positions. He's already got the shortstop eligibility. Yep. If he comes up and plays the outfield this year, you've already got shortstop outfield, boom. So he's... Absolutely watch him if you need steals. He's Once he gets the call, he should absolutely be rostered for people who need stolen bags for sure. Noted. Yeah. That's all I got for prospects, man. Let's call it. Yeah, let's do it. Thanks for everybody for listening. You can find Nick at Bay Area Wink. You can find me at BD Peacock. We always love to hear from you. Uh, we're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. Review the show. Give us a follow. Give us a listen. Hit us up on leading the le- at Leading League on Twitter, leadingtheleague.com. What else can we pimp? You got anything else you want to? You're off the Facebook. Even, no, Facebook which, is horrible. It is a horrible place. It's I wish horrible, I was completely off it, but I keep getting place. the notifications. I need to delete the app, and then I would never go there. There but you was, go. Because I'm one of those guys. Turn off the notifications. There's two types of people in the world. There's yeah. the people that have like 4,000 emails on their notification thing. Right. Or people that cannot have a notification. On their I phone. have no notifications. I cannot on have my phone. a single one. If I, I turn have them it, off, I have to get rid of it. Oh, I turn every notification off from oh, every okay. app that I have. I don't. For me, the cell phone's there for my convenience, not for others. I never even have my volume See, on. I like that. That I, is a great. People way to call me. It. I so rarely answer. Yeah, you, that is a tool for you to use how you want. Exactly. Just because somebody wants to get a hold of me doesn't mean that they get yeah. to. Uh, I, I don't remember the last time I answered a telephone call. First of all, <laughs> that's the worst part. About Outside of work, I mean, obviously <laughs> we got to answer the phone but, occasionally. Yeah, true. All right, man. Good stuff. Yeah, we will hit you guys next week. See you. See you later. Thanks for listening to Leading the League. Be sure to subscribe and visit us online at leadingtheleague.com.